Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Whoop. We bring you daily devotions and positive entertainment on Wednesdays. I'm your host, the single most average youth pastor alive, Caleb Schreiber. That's who I am. How was Nerf Night last night, guys? Huh? How was it? I wasn't there. I'm sad. I missed all y'all's faces. I saw pictures and I was like, I got a serious case of FOMO. I'm not even lying. I was so sad that I couldn't be there with you guys, but I'm excited to be there uh, with you guys next week. Also this week, I'm going to try to call as many of you uh, as possible just to check in, not necessarily for an interview. I'm not going to waste y'all's time like that. I'm just, I just want to check in and see how y'all are doing. So um, today we're reading from book of James. Where else would we be reading? Book of James chapter four, starting in verse six. We're going to verse 10. So grab your Bible and we're going to read James chapter four, starting verse six through 10. But he gives more grace, the Bible says. He gives more grace, therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and be... Oh my gosh. And purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be wretched and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would please speak to us during this time. Thank you so much, Jesus, that you remind us that you will bring us out of our mess, out of our sin, and out of our destruction that we fall into. And Jesus, that you are our savior, our salvation, our life, our friend, and that we can find that hope in, in you. Jesus, I pray that you would teach us this in your word to, uh, this morning. God, we, we trust your word. We love your word and we want more of your word today. And it's all of these things that we put into your hands. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. All right. Uh, whenever I was a swimmer, I used to swim a lot. And people, uh, I, I was, this is not bad, I guess. I mean, um, and there's this one kid who I used to race all of the time in the 500. The 500 is 20 laps of the pool, down, back, down, back, down, back. It's, it's you know, it's a lot. Okay. 20 laps of the pool, 500 yard freestyle. And, uh, there's this one kid who I used to race all of the time and he, like I beat him every time. Like he wasn't, he was a good, he was a good kid and he was a good swimmer, but I just beat him. I had a track record of beating him. And every single time he would like come up to me and he'd be like, yo man, like you're going to do so good, man. You're going to do so, so, so good. Dude, I know you're going to beat me. I know you are going to beat me. And like, I'm like, I can't let this get it. This kid get in my head. All right. I learned very quickly that this kid was getting in my head. He was reminding me, he was trying to pump me up and make me cocky. And whether he was doing this for good or bad notions, like I have no idea. Like probably the guy was just, was just telling me that I was a good swimmer. And I appreciate that. And he was just trying to tell me those kinds of things. But in my spirit, it was making me arrogant and cocky and relying on my own, uh, my own giftings in swimming and uh, there was several races where I let that get to my head. I got cocky and I lost those races. I didn't lose to him, but I lost the race. And this portion of scripture is reminding us of this same spiritual truth. He says, he, it says this, he gives more grace God, that God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Okay. He says, arrogance does not receive grace. He also says, submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. He's saying that the devil is going to come at you and he's going to say some things. And that this is a promise from the book of James that, that Satan is going to try to talk to you. He's going to try to talk you up 
and he's going to try to make you rely on yourself, but you can resist the devil and he will flee from you. Isn't this an awesome promise? God is promising us that this, this, this Satan has a bad track record. He lost and that you can remind him that he lost. He doesn't have to have power over you. Just like, just like this, like the kid that I used to swim with, like he had not a track record of beating me. And I'm reminded that my victory is not in myself, that it is in my coach. It's in, it's in my father who instructed me, who molded me, who made me into the man that I am today, that I'm victorious in him alone, not coach Foster, but I'm in, I'm victorious in Christ alone and that Christ beat Satan and that I can resist him. I can, you can. If you're struggling with, with with the enemy in your ear, if he's telling you so many negative things today that you are not good enough, that you are not worthy of, of the grace of God, of his love, that you can tell him that to flee because he is wrong and he cannot pull you down. Okay, I'll get caught in that for a long time. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be wretched and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy into gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will exalt you. This sounds terrible, but it is encouraging. He says, cleanse your hands, you sinners. He's reminding us of our sin. He says, purify your hearts, you double-minded. He means that we, our minds oftentimes live a double life where we are conflicted and we say one thing, but we think and believe another. Uh, be wretched and mourn and weep. Like he's saying, cry. Let your laughter be turned into mourning. He's saying, don't laugh. He says, cry. Let your joy be turned into gloom. He's telling us to not be joyful, to be gloomy. Why, why is he telling us all of this? Because we're doing all of these things sometimes to our own benefit. Like we are doing all of these things. We are being joyful. We are, we are gloating and boasting in ourselves. And he's saying you are not boasting in the things of God. You are not laughing and, and, and being joyful. You're not finding your joy in Christ. You're not finding your peace in Christ. You're not finding your thoughts and your, and your life in Christ. So yes, you should be sad whenever you rely on your own deeds. Because how many times have you tried to do things on your own? The enemy tries to come to you and he tells you, you can do this on your own. That's why he splits relationships. He takes your relationships with people and he splits them and he says, you can do it on your own. To get you to think that you are the center of your own universe. But God has reminded us today that he has sent Jesus to be the center of all things. That we lean on Jesus for our joy. That we lean on Jesus for our happiness. That we lean on Jesus for our understanding about the world. That's who we lean on. And Satan tries to pull us from that again and again. And we are reminded today that if, if we are falling into our sin, if we are following, if we are falling into ourselves to save ourselves, that we should mourn and we should repent and we should turn to Jesus because he is who we should be leaning on today. All right. That's a lot, but I hope that it's something for you to digest today. I hope you guys uh, do well. If you guys have any questions, guys, talk to me, you know, text me, shoot me a text. I'll do my best to get back to you. Okay. I love you all. And, uh, I'll see you guys back here tomorrow. I'm sorry. I went over the seven minute mark, but uh, it's me now. So this is what I do. I love you all. I'll talk to you later. Bye.